Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Dice Warmers, a podcast where we talk about all things geeky and we sometimes have structure and coherent thoughts. I am Vass, and with me today, as always, we have the crystal clear Kaz. Hello. And the consistently weird David. That is indeed true, yes. Thank you. Hello. David, you sound so clear. I know. What has happened? I don't know. I think it's because I've finally retired my headset microphone and have now got a proper microphone that I can actually whisper into and you can hear every vocal, every gulp, every... every. I mean, that's, every, that's, everything. that's what our listeners have been asking for. I know. New season, new sound. Season two, guys. Yes, season two. I Did, you miss us? Did you miss us, people? I no, so. I can't hear anything, so... You Did you? What? I missed us, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Are, are you leaning back on your chair now, Kaz? Definitely. Because you, you sound a bit distant. <laughs> uh... Do I? I'm sorry. Let me let me bring it a lot closer. My microphone hasn't moved. Too, too, too. In, case, in case people haven't realized by now, we have upgraded our microphones because that's how much dedicated we are to this podcast. We are. Yes. Especially I mean, as we're now season two. I know. 20, I 26th episode. That's insane. Wow. 26. That's yeah. half a year. We've done half a year and we are. We're still here. Going yeah. strong. Still weird. <laughs> and still finding other topics to talk about. Definitely. Mm. And still trying to figure out what was earth, what on earth was in your pocket, Kaz, since episode two, wasn't it? It's not what was in my pocket. It's where yeah. has my finger been? Oh, oh, yeah. Where are you thinking David, but I thought it was what in your pocket. We haven't too long. had it's been a thousand happy listeners on one episode. Not yet. To be fair, Kaz, we haven't had a thousand listeners total. <laughs> so. Well, then you will never know. Will We've you? had a couple hundred, but... Yeah. Hey, at least we, 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 are, we are stupid enough to persist because we're having fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. And who knows, my, one day we might get triple digits of <sighs> listeners. Even double know. digits would be lovely. <laughs> I mean, we do have double digits, David. Yeah, David. Double digits, whatever that. Um, no, no, David, we're awesome. I'm starting small, then we're going large. Like, when it goes large, it's going to be unexpected. Ah, uh, the memories. Starting small, going large. Already, <laughs> this is going to be a uh, another explicit podcast from the Dice Formers. Yeah, you know it. I mean, that's that's what that's why people are returning, mm. you know? Because... They're just... For the, for the filth. I... Yeah... Uh, well, are they though? Is that the reason know. people are returning? Is it, is it for me blushing and sort of cringing at some of the uh, like the rude, explicit Everything. stuff coming out? It's going, you know, the gasps. So, the gasp. how did you guys enjoy your little oh. break? I know we had a bit of a catch up in between, but our listeners don't know. Uh, it was nice. Was yours nice, Kaz? David, you, you, you went on an actual vacation. I did, maybe, didn't yes. You? It's a sunny old cloudy Cornwall. It was very nice. Sunny old cloudy. <laughs> I bet it was it sunny. Wasn't. Cornwall's actually, you know what? I've I've burnt so badly in Cornwall as opposed to anywhere mm. else on, in the world. I've never been to Cornwall. Have you not? It's lovely in Cornwall. No. Uh, lots of walks, some beaches. When it's not cloudy, right? It's still in the UK, so you know. It's sunny for the UK, Ooh. but they've got they, some nice beaches. David, uh, are we talking sand or the other kind? Oh, uh, sand, yes. Oh, right. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, the woofer had lots of fun over there. <laughs> so David brought me back a little present that I haven't used yet. 
which is Cornish coffee. Ooh, Ooh, nice. Apparently, it's stupidly yes. strong, according to the label. Oh, it has cool. a, little, a little skull warning mm. on it. Always adhere to the skull warning. Seriously, coffee with a skull I warning. I mean, come on, it's probably marketing. You know what? You totally should have had a drink before this session. <laughs> it says, toe-curling, eye-watering, volcano-erupting loveliness. Nice. Oh, I, I, I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to this. I don't know David. why, but I imagined a toe curl, but because it had no nail, it curved over and crunched. Uh, uh, why? Why are you speaking? Uh, why would you say things like that? That's that's actually pretty weird because my big toenail doesn't have a nail. Stop it! Oh, wow. Stop it! <laughs> no. Well, I had to remove it because it was painful. <laughs> It's good. It's a good thing. I can thing. imagine it's like an over soft biscuit. I no biscuit. longer want to hear you, you guys fold it over anymore. And you have that crunch bit still there kind of sound. Like, still attached. <laughs> Sorry for this. Um, let's horrific. move on Nobody from wants my, to listen my to vacation. It. How was yours, Kaz? Uh, Did you have a nice time off? Uh, yes. I, I'll be honest. The time went very quickly. I went to London for half ah. a week or so. And I also went down to Tenby. So I've I've been away a couple of times. Nothing like not a major holiday, not like two weeks or anything like that, or even a full mm. week. But yeah, time has gone so quickly. I, I barely even noticed, in all honesty, that that the time zipped mm. past. Yeah, same. It, it's amazing though that when uh, like vacation time goes by so fast, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Like the last last weekend, I swear to God, like I I I don't know what happened. Like, I came back from work and it was Monday again. Like, <laughs> but that sometimes happens if you bring work home, then you're still in the mindset when you return. No, I, I, don't, yeah. I, I try not to bring work mm. home. It's just that when you're having fun, I think just, you know, time flies yeah. by. And... I mean, I didn't actually work on Monday. I went to the cinema <gasps> and watched oh, Shang-Chi. Oh, don't tell me about it. I'm so excited for that film. What, what, what did you watch? Shang-Chi. And the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. The fuck is that? The latest Marvel film. Mm-hmm. All I can say, David, is uh, stay in the cinema because the after credit thing that is actually after the credits yeah. is actually pretty good as well. Can, can Slightly you, confusing, but pretty good. Can you give us a spoiler-free review, Kaz? Yeah, I'm up for that. Should uh, should our listeners go and maybe see Maybe a five-word review. How about that? If you're a fan of Marvel... Yes, because it is basically a Marvel film. Okay. Um, I think I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, I'm not going to say it was absolutely awesome, amazing, but there was nothing wrong with it. I went to see it in 4DX, and I ah. think the 3D was a bit off. Yeah. And I think it's because it wasn't filmed in 3D. So if you're going to watch it, avoid watching it in 3D. I was thinking of doing it in super screen. So yeah, that's that's yeah, a good. I love super screen. It. Just don't watch it in 3D because the 3D was off and I think that kind of didn't help with watching. The f- I, I think it kind of made the film less enjoyable. Yeah, right. So I'm not, yeah, a, I'm not a big fan of 3D. Fine, but... I'm not a big fan of 3D. I think it's just sometimes just a gimmick yeah. and it doesn't add anything sometimes, to the experience. This time mm. I would agree with you with, with Shang-Chi. I would agree with you. Yeah. Um, most of the time I, I actually really enjoy 4DX and 3D. But this time, I think it detracted from the film rather than helped it. Right. So. Oh man, I haven't been in like a to see a movie in a cinema. 
two years now, at least two oh, years. You need to go and watch Free Guy. I watched that the week before. <gasps> Free Guy, really good. Yeah, uh, it's the Ryan Reynolds, yeah. where right. he is a character in a uh, video game, but he's just like a normal NPC in a video game, and and he okay suddenly wakes up. Mm. Didn't uh, they? I can't really say too much more, but I really enjoyed that film. So. Mm. Yeah, it's a really it's, good it's very funny. Uh, preview or at least reaction to that made by actual Ryan Reynolds and Tucky Batiti. Uh, it was the most expensive advert ever made. Have you seen the one with Korg and Deadpool? Uh, yes. To, to be honest, for Free Guy, they released a different poster in the theme of lots of different video games. Mm-hmm. So there are so many posters they created for Free Guy. I can imagine it was very expensive because, as I said, each poster was the different artwork from lots of different video games. Um, so definitely worth looking those up, guys, because uh, they're they're really cleverly made, yeah, um, and amusing. But I can imagine yeah. the PR for that yeah. must have been. I, I'm just waiting for it to be on Disney Plus or Star eventually because it is owned by Disney. That film. Uh. Is it? Yeah, I'm not it's, it's, sure, but it's I mean, everything is on Disney. If you can get to the cinema, <laughs> I would watch it. it is, I did really enjoy it. Um, in all honesty, I think I actually enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Shang-Chi. So. I want to okay. see, I wanna see I a say. good like sci-fi space movie Oof. in cinema. Like, I want something that's, you know... Jaw-dropping. Dune is coming out soon. Oh, yes. Which one? Dune. All right, okay. Uh, the trailer looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. The reviews um, have been so very good. I think good. that's out in. I think that's out either later this month or in October. Um, the trailer looks pretty good, actually. Mm. I don't know a huge amount about Dune, but and nor do I. All I know it has a big yeah. worm thing, and it hasn't been yeah. done right in cinema before. Do you mean about the universe? You don't know a lot of things, or I don't know a lot of any of it. Right. Where was that funny? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that was funny. I thought that was uh, brought up to me as a oh, I knew about something about worms and something. Oh, it's, but... it's like my recap of uh, Star Wars. Basically, you just do the same recap, but for Dune. <laughs> okay, but it's, it's all exactly the same. You've got probably got space wizards in that as well. So, <sighs> probably. I'll do. be honest. I, I I was never like a Dune fan. No. Um, no. Yeah, I think it's based. On a novel, yeah, uh, like I believe universe. so. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is a novel, but, uh, but that's oh. sci-fi, so you might enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and we got S- S- somewhere. One of our fans is like exploding right now. Oh, oh yeah. my god, you don't know what Dune? Yeah, I mean, send us a message. You know, let us know. Mm. Yeah, guarantee there's at least one person listening that has now decided they scream at the the recording. Yeah, yeah, high pitched well. enough that it's kind of. Uh, crackles at the top of it and it goes straight <laughs> like, down like when you're 12 and your balls drop <laughs> <laughs> like a squawk of some kind um, but no. Oh, oh no it wasn't my experience we've done our waffle you know <laughs> do waffle shall we get into some not just you we I said we I've got nothing against oh. your waffle it's all of us together <laughs> Mine, mine's kind of like a waffle house there's a lot of different waffles and I'll yeah. go on to the next waffle. Lots of toppings. I... Yeah. Oh, bit, a bit of maple syrup on top. Mm. Oh, here we go. We're starting a waffle now. I'm sorry. Are we talking about food or sex? Because I'm confused. Wait, waffles, food. 
Oh, I don't know if there's a tech move called the waffle. Um, I'm sure there is. Should I Google Probably. it? I Jeez, don't know. Don't. Well, what if you know what? if yeah. there was if there was a sex thing called the waffle? What do you what do you imagine it is? Uh, I can imagine that it's uh, I can imagine it's more than one person, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it's in the style of some sort of twister enactment. I mm. I would say it's it's kind of like you have. Two duvets, you have a boiling room, and then right. you maneuver yourself over. So, like how you flip a waffle, uh, that the sheets have become a little bit. I'm sorry, you flip a waffle? Yeah. You, you put a waffle in, then you flip it over, and then you put. I thought you'd put a waffle in a waffle maker. You do. It's pancakes you flip. I don't think you can make waffles. Unless, yeah, not, not traditionally. No, yeah. you, you do yeah. like you American pancakes shape. and different types of pa- pancakes. Yeah, David, David, if you're flipping your waffles, yeah. you're, doing, you're it doing it wrong. And you're not making waffles. Unless it's a potato kind, then you have to flip them, you know. Oh, yeah, we were talking about potato waffles yeah, the... and not the same. Uh, do you put maple syrup on potato waffles? Oh, no, that would absorb into potato. I'm sorry, potato waffles? Yeah, yeah they're, they're basically like, you know, you can get... Um, those crisscross chips. Yeah. They're basically just bigger versions of yeah. those. Right. Mm. Uh, my, my, my Greekness has resurfaced again. Yeah, they're just squares with holes in them. Google both waffle, potato waffle food and, I, potato, and wait, waffle sex. I, I will Google them after the recording because I have a new mechanical keyboard and it's really oh, loud. Oh, yeah, it is really loud. Do you want to hear? Nope. Yes, let's hear those <laughs> no, sweet keys. Yes, go for that. Oh, but no. look, I'll type my name. I thought you were gonna type fast. I was like four characters. That's fine. And then it ended no. up being twenty. Yeah, because my my real name is unpronounceable. It's like like fr- like a demon in the Bible. It's not. Basilios. It's not like that. It's not like that. <laughs> it's just that nobody can pronounce it. It is when Simon says it. Bas Basilius. <laughs> Vasilios. Vasilios. Is it Vasilios? Yes. Ah. Yes, it is. I wasn't too far off then. Vasilios. So figure the ceiling. It's, it's unspellable. You can't spell it. B A S I L O S I L O. My line manager of five years didn't spell it correctly once. She got my surname correctly spelled every time, not my first name. What? So All right, I've, yeah. got, I've only got seven letters in my name and nobody can spell that right. That's because you don't go by your real name. I did when I was growing up. I do in work. Mm. Do you? Uh, most of the time in work. But do they call you cats in work? Uh, yeah, the, the ones that know me, yes. The ones that I allow to call me cats. Or if she's been really naughty, they call her by her, by her full name. No. Miss Hostler. No, they do. Well, <laughs> I don't know. That's that's yeah. But yeah, no. I've had I've got seven letters in my name, and not once have a teacher been able to spell it correctly. Mm. Did they it's, did they go for nuts. for an O instead of an A? A lot of them were O's or L I N E. L I N E. That's Caroline. Caroline. Yeah. Caroline. They used to call me Caroline, and then they'd put a T in my surname. Where where do they put the T in your surname? Catalan. After, after the S and before the L. Don't say my surname out loud. Oh. 
Okay, you, you do know we know who you are already, right? No, no, you don't. Shh. It's but a yeah, secret. After, after the S and before the L, they right. used to just plonk a T in there. Mm. Wow. Uh, I know, right? Mm. It's not a difficult name, but somehow people just could never spell it. Do, do you know that I've never told you this, I think, but uh, people at work call me Bill? Yes. What? Yeah, yeah, David, they do, because Bill is a common nickname for Vasilios back in Greece. Don't ask me why okay. the fuck it is. So when I first moved here and I told them, you know, oh, hi, my name is Vasilios. They said, oh, yeah, we had a Vasilios before and uh, we called him Bill. I'm like, no, no, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. why not? What? Go for it. <laughs> you just agreed. You were like, well, okay, I'll be, every, I'll be no, Bill too. Everyone back home calls me Bill. Right. Oh, okay. But so when I first when, when, I, here, when I first yeah, and when I first moved here, Simon just went Vas. And I'm like, yeah, that works. So my friends <gasps> know me as Vas and my work colleagues know me as Bill. Oh, okay. It's not so weird. For a second I thought you said I thought you were gonna say my friends know me as Bill. Yeah. But other people know me as Vas. No, no. I'd have been I'd have been offended, you know. But but it's weird now because when when I sign off my emails now, I use my full name. Obviously, and people, but people know me, and they know, you know, Bill. I'm the same person. But other people are now confused. Like, uh, who the fuck is Bill? Is this guy Vasilius <laughs> signing this email? I'm like, uh, do you yeah, put it in? Me. Do you put it in brackets at the end of your name, Bill? No, because it wouldn't be professional. You know what? Go. That is not as bad as an interaction I had in work at one point in time. I sent a text out to my drivers, um, saying, uh, saying whatever it was I said. And I ended it with, thanks, Carolyn. And one of my drivers rang me up and he goes, I've had this text from someone called Carolyn. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's, that's me. He goes, but your name's Kaz. I was like, yeah, it, it, it's shortened for Carolyn. Yes. Is my... it? And he goes, I never thought it would be shortened. I was like, what did my... you think my real name was? He goes, Kazrolin or Kazaroni. <laughs> Or Casarilla. I'm like, who the fuck has names like that? Uh, actually, modern kids at the moment, you know, it's hip and trendy. No, because they're all like strawberry rain and what Casarilla. Ca- I wouldn't yeah, even. Casarilla. I, would, I wouldn't even name my dog Casarilla. No. Like... <laughs> That's like a, a hip version of Godzilla. I mean, I know, come right? on now. Well, I, I mean, Kaz, if you start destroying Tokyo, I'm gonna call you Casarilla. Yeah, then that's fine. If I start destroying Tokyo, then no. I would fully deserve it. However, <laughs> uh, yeah. So... Oh, I can I can see the thumbnail. Yeah, <laughs> battling the battling the drag abusaurus. No, oh, the Casrilla. You know what? Moving on. Yeah. Don't you guys have things you want to talk about? Uh, um, not really. I mean, yes, we have so many topics that yeah. we've prepared. We do. Where yeah, should we, we are professional podcasters. Would you like no, to start with not. yours, Vass, as you all seem pretty uh, interesting? I, I wouldn't call it interesting. I, I would call it depressing. But yeah, uh-huh. if you want to. Yeah, I'm up for that. Yes. Start on a low, and then we can pick it up as we go along. Fire away. <sighs> okay, let me let me bring my microphone a bit closer, because I'm going to get a bit a bit personal now. Yeah, we'll put some okay. sad music over the top of this, shall we? <laughs> no, okay, I'm going to move my microphone to a normal The sound of distance. rain hitting a window. Yeah, no, but, uh, okay, it's not that melodramatic, really. But it's a real thing that people experience. I know David 
hasn't because he hasn't DM'd yet. Not yet. Um, I will. But like I've I've experienced it after we finished our masks campaign, which like ran for I don't know a long three, time, three four years, something long. Yeah, yeah. So when when that I mean I didn't realize how draining that campaign was until mm. it finished, mm. and I, I I reclaimed back a lot of my time. <laughs> You know, that went into prepping. Basically, you're saying we're draining playing. on his time. <gasps> yeah, I know, I, know, I know it sounds like that, but that's how it felt <laughs> yeah. sometimes. It felt like yeah. like like a, a full-time job, you know? And I'm not saying it was an amazing campaign and I had lots of fun playing it, obviously. But when it ended, I'm like, I'm never running a big campaign ever again. I'm mm. going to run small, you know, contained experiences. Yeah. like five or six sessions and then move on to something else because i think what probably didn't help you though we had rp haven at the same time and you're trying to do that as well yes um i think didn't you do the two-headed serpent at the same time as well i, yeah. I was running two campaigns on the same time yeah and i'm talking campaign campaign that does drain you yeah. like i i tend to get the the gm burnout when i'm not enjoying a game like okay. if, if it's the player's I haven't experienced with you guys yet, but I have GM'd prior. <laughs> yet. Yeah, but we're, I mean, we're going to run Icewind Dale, Dale and I have a coming. feeling at some point throughout the Icewind Dale, I'm going to think, you know what, I'm exhausted. I yeah. just need, I need a tire, you know, a month off or whatever. But I've only ever experienced it with players that I wasn't enjoying the game with. Yeah. And it just no, felt I... like a chore to keep going because they were having fun. I wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I totally that's... agree, but I think that's like a different experience. Yeah. Like when you when it's the, the the game that you don't enjoy. But for me, like it was enjoyable. But when it finished, I realized, oh god, that that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that takes a lot to do. Yeah, I'm going on uh, from what Kaz just said was, it's a case that with that particular one, um, Marcinier laptop. It's there are so many things you have to keep a track on throughout the whole adventure. That having like three or four books worth of that stuff that you have to think of yeah. book four at the book one, that takes a lot of effort in management. And then it's can I keep everyone interested and engaged for that period of time? Yeah. Then it's the added stress every week. Are people actually enjoying it or just showing up because it's something we do? You know, yeah. and it's like a social thing we do, and they just show up. I think that's why GM feedback is so so. Yes, important. guys, please tell me you suck balls, so I can move on with my no, life. No, but we, oh, but we that's the thing. We were we were enjoying it, which is why yeah. we kept coming back. You know, I think I think if we weren't enjoying it, you'd find you'd find even more. Oh, yeah, I mean, us together. The, the two but people that did not enjoy it left. Left, yeah, <laughs> and that's fine. They weren't enjoying it. And that's then, fine. Yeah, of course it is. Mm. Yeah, it's better than it meant that and... we could open it up for people who would have enjoyed it and did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, like, yeah, even that point when we had our final player, uh, who was at the beginning, leave us. That particular chapter you made, uh, Vass, in between, was quite a nice break as it sort of focused on one particular story aspect only. I'm not sure and what that... you're talking about, but okay. I remember when we went uh, to. Um, up where Kaz's Plum Manor, Plum Manor. Ah, right, okay. Where we had that nice little side story where it was too connected to the original plot. Yeah. How did you feel? How did you feel like? Did that sort of I, give you a tiny little break in between? Yes, actually, I really enjoyed that. Re that 
side adventure. That's because you like tormenting me. Yeah, that's partly the reason, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna um, lie. <laughs> uh, Pulling apart characters' backstories, tearing them to shreds and putting them back yeah. together like Frankenstein's no, but monster. Like, that, that side adventure is actually part of the campaign. Like It's there like a red herring, mm. but I modified it to make it fit you know, with Kaz's backstory. And it, it did ah. fit with my backstory so, so well. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I gotta, I, that character is still the most in-depth I've ever gone into a character and backstory. We're, and we're not done with your character We're yet. not done with her, no. No. She's gonna die, but... Oh, she won't die. She would just tra- transcend. It's the most amount I've ever, most amount of work I've ever put into a character. Like, I've never put that much work into a character before. Uh, that's I'll take that as a compliment. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, mm. I mean, I, you know what I do with characters. I go into real-life historical events and, and build a, a character based around that. You know, we had a one-shot of Cthulhu, and I, I'd be built a female firefighter, and I researched yeah. it properly that females could be firefighters at that time <laughs> yeah and and all of that sort of information and you know i, I just love going into the in-depth of characters yeah. because it kind of makes them real it's easier doing it especially when you have a real world setting that you can you know yeah. about all these places already but when it comes to as so i faced you in this uh, icewind dale character is i don't know much of the D lore in order to build a character around certain cities. I mean, it's Forgotten Realms, so mm. you can you can research Forgotten Realms. It's got a yeah, massive that, history. So. There is a Forgotten Realms wiki that's yeah. so detailed. That, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgotten Realms is, is massive. You can you can go into so much well, with the history of that. Some would say too big, actually. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think they would. Some of us would, yeah. Yeah, I definitely would. There's yeah. so much like you can look into. I imagine trap like... If you had the ability to travel into the actual libraries of those worlds and uh, explore no. all their lore. No, no, no. If I because... could travel into any world, it would be Discworld. Just yes. saying. If I could travel into any world. See, the problem is like everything else would be real as well in that world. Yeah. Like, if I'm you're okay going to Forgotten that. Realms, you're fucked. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, like, <laughs> die straight away, which is why it wouldn't be Forgotten Realms. I'd, like, yeah. I'd get eaten straight away. There'd be, I'd have no hope. Uh. It would have to be like a, a sci-fi world for me, like probably, mm. probably Star Trek. I would oh, love to experience know, actually, the future and like start, you know, traveling. Star Trek that. would be kind of cool, but but there are constant threats in Star Trek as well. There's yeah, but can you imagine being everywhere though? Being on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise and actually experiencing for me, it that. would be Voyager. I mean, uh. how cool would it be? to go to the Delta Quadrant for the first time and experience all of that stuff oh, new. Man. We're such like, nerds. Scary, scary <laughs> as... Yeah, we are. <laughs> if you got transported now, you'll probably have to get on with so much paperwork and exams and everything, even before you oh, go on okay, to okay, so, oh, like, there's no way I would make it into Starfleet. Not a chance in hell. I'm I'm not academically minded enough. I would, no, I would but... end up just, like, kind of being a janitor on one of those starships, because you know they've got to have janitors. They've oh, got yeah. it. And that's where <laughs> that, I would be. I'd be like, oh, that yeah, would make for an amazing spin off. Like <laughs> yeah. the janitor on well, that's the like, starship. Um, it's like the, the lower TV decks. series Lower Decks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you've got to have janitors. You've got to have people doing the grunt work. Yeah. Or you're like, oh. oh, fucking Picard spilled his drink again. Oh, oh God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's the seventh tie this week. 
These damn coffee rings won't come off the table. Every time, every time. I told him use a fucking coaster. Oh no, he has tea though. <laughs> so it's it's Janeway who has the coffee. Coffee's black, and you're like, you fucking spilled it again. What a bitch! Scrubbing away with all sorts of like cream cleaners and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That could make an awesome. That would make for entertaining TV. It would. I'd watch it. Yeah. I, I would find it so funny. The sassy janitor. <laughs> wasn't there actually? Um, uh, going back, uh, on the Escapist, wasn't there an actual series called Janitors, or was it Booster Teeth? I can't remember. It used to be something that used to be on internet. I don't even know what TV. the Escapists are. The Escapist is zero punctuation. Oh, right. Okay, zero punctuation I've, I've heard of. Yeah. Mm. And I've loading, seen Loading ready run, but they don't. It's weird. The escapist is all fractured at the moment. It's weird. They don't do their yearly cartoons anymore. Yeah, I know, David. Not a day goes by that I don't think. Uh, uh, I know. Why? Why don't they do the yearly cartoon? What's I, wrong I with to, them? I used to love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> The lawyers sorry, and associates are so know. good. Me neither. I have no what idea what it's done. I've, tra- I've trekked <laughs> off. I've gone into the Waffle House and I have gone it into... Well, no, you're talking about of... something and, and unfortunately Vass and I have no experience of that something. It's because so... like, we're a different generation, Kaz. I don't think we're a different generation. I, I, I know you're I a different am. generation. I'm not. <laughs> I grew up with Furby oh, and the place. Yes, that's, that's what stuff. I mean. So David is at one end of the generation. I'm at the other end of the generation. But uh, we are technically still the same generation. And I'm nowhere near that generation. How, if you were to sum up your generation, what would it be? What, like, me? With a toy or a invention or gadget, what would it be? Are you asking me or Kaz? Both, if you wish. Mine, mine is the Furby. Oh, we know that the mobile phone was most important in, in my generation. Uh, I, I think like the thing that blew my mind as as a kid was the the NES. Mm. Like I had the Atari 2600 before, mm-hmm. but when I got my hands on the NES, I could I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it that I I had access to this technology. Mm. I could hook that fucking thing on on my TV and I could play Super Mario. Like that was a revelation. Yeah. And that's and then I lost my childhood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Super Mario took over. Yeah, that's it. You're gone. <laughs> and then Super Nintendo, and then yeah, was, uh, see lovely, my family. We kind of skipped from we went like Sega, Sega Mega Drive, Sega mm-hmm. Master System, and then it was like we had an N64 in the house all of a sudden, nice. and right. a, a PlayStation One and a PS One, and we were like. We just skipped whatever was in between. And we had the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, everything in between. Oh, was... fuck. The Xbox was another big one. Oh, yeah. yeah. But when yeah. I was growing up, nobody had mobile phones up until I was like, up until I was about nine, ten. Oh, yeah. I and did. then all I of a sudden, my... everybody was getting mobile phones. I got my first mobile phone, I think, when I was 16. Because mm-hmm. that's when they actually came out. And they were so expensive and so fucking ugly, but <laughs> you oh, wanted Motorola. one. <laughs> oh, I, never, I always wanted that flip phone, and I could never afford it. Oh, yeah, I, I, I had the flip phone, and it, it only played Snake, but that was it. I, I played for it for hours. I did get the Nokia 3300. Oh, uh, yeah, 3310. Oh, man. 
no one knew what they were doing, so they were just trying things out. Yeah. You know? mm. The one that stuck was the BlackBerry, wasn't it? Remember the BlackBerry? Yeah, Everyone and that's a, a that was a sideways phone as well. I, that mm -hmm. wasn't the first sideways phone. I can't remember what was. But I know there was one before that. And you turn it on your side, you push the screen up, and obviously you use it. Probably a Motorola or something. Probably. Like yeah. Motorola were top game back then. Oh, like yeah. they were the Not... best of the best when it came to mobile phones. Yeah. Nokia as well was really big. Nokia then... were big, but mm -hmm. Motorola started it. Yeah. They got their yeah. first. Uh, whenever, whenever, when you used to advertise the Engage as an actual phone, and you had to, it was like putting up a Game Gear on your. It ear. was a phone. It was, yeah. But it looked so ridiculous when it was an actual phone. Most of course, it looked most ridiculous. Mobile phones look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen like the first mobile phones where you had they had like a physical antenna that you had to extend but they look so cool <laughs> like that sort of futuristic ish kind of gray sort of off gray that's going to turn yellow kind of appeal to them you know like, there's if, a certain if... there's a certain amount of people there's a, a certain generation that can do text talk using just numbers so like you know how we had to text back then we if we wanted a c for example we'd have to press the the two button three times sort of thing or yes. the one button three times and stuff like that yeah. there is there is a generation alive in the world that never had to do that and doesn't <laughs> know how to translate that oh man yeah now it's, i write it's too scary much to think phone. isn't it that there is a whole generation i mean not scary but it just goes to show how fast things are progressing. Yeah. You know? To be it's fair, insane. though, that generation also has no idea what a Yellow Pages is. Mm -hmm. So you mean you actually had, like, people's names in a book? Yeah, oh, what do you mean? Privacy. What do you mean you remembered Why? your own parents' phone number? What do you mean Why you, didn't you, you knew Google? the house number <laughs> and your grandmother's number and your auntie's number and your best friend's phone numbers off and the if, top of your head? And if, like, you're... you're like someone you knew had like a lot of zeros on their telephone number, you were like, "Oh fuck it, I'm not, I'm not calling you." Because it was, <laughs> yeah. you know, you had to dial the big thing. Like... I mean, I, I'm not quite that far back, but are you that far I back? Am. Ooh, yeah. yeah, no, not that bad. I do, I did have to remember phone numbers. That was one of the things that my mum would sit me down and make sure that I knew the house number. Mm -hmm. I, I still remember, like, my home number, and we've changed it for, like, 30 years now. Yeah. yeah. I still remember that number we had back then. I have a couple of mobile phone numbers stuck in my head that I just can't seem to I still change. remember my, my first mobile number. Oh, <laughs> oh I've, I've crazy. still had the same phone number for the last 16 years, so I'm, would, I'm good. Would it be bad yeah. that I don't remember my phone number off by heart? Your current yes. phone number? Yeah, I was, yes, that kind of generation, I was that generation where... It was on the Do you phone. Do not give it out to people? Oh, no, because you ring people, don't you? Yeah. Uh, See, I we actually used to have to give them out. What do you mean you ring people and you don't okay, give it so out? Okay, so obviously they type their number into into your phone. Right, so someone needs to know you message, your fucking no, number. Most of it is WhatsApp messaging and stuff like that and, you know, Messenger and, and things. <sighs> but when we were kids, we had to remember the phone number because you didn't have a mobile phone necessarily. Can, can we move on to something less depressing? I feel really old right now. Okay, so we did the, the GM burnout. Yes. And, now, and we did the age burnout as well. Yeah. You know what I want to know? Yes. I want to know what happened in your Pathfinder game because 
when we ended off, you said, well, a... this isn't quite the end. There's another bit. And now That's I a different know. kind of burnout. Yeah. I yeah. want to know, did it actually finish finish? And if so, did your character survive? Yes. And yes. Oh, okay. Impressive. Spoilers. <laughs> so, sorry. It's, it's kind of... It was kind of inevitable that we would, but in the middle, I was dreading dying. It's never dying. inevitable. Uh, actually... Actually, I'll, I'll go through what had happened. Um, so what do you know of my of my last session? We know what you told us. What do you mean? Yeah, I totally remember everything you told me a month ago. So I'm going to start from how we had finished a siege. We had then... Um, Abandoned all your friends, went to a bathhouse. Uh, oh. Um, no? Went into it a went from the bathhouse. Left your rogue up there to die. Then went back to the bath and the pub, mm -hmm. and then went on to a siege. After that, was it? Uh, it was uh, a siege ongoing. An ongoing siege. So we siege, had yeah. we had a guard that came from that place uh, come into town abruptly uh, and almost die from the uh, from the injuries. But uh, with thanks to our cleric, uh, they were able to uh, revive him. And he told us that to the east of the town, there was actually a bandit fort that had been taken over by the cultists. Right. So that's where we went next. After that, we <clears throat> investigated that place. And it turns out only a few miles down, that is the hub and the center of all this cult activity. Um, we then got in. The rogue went in, got in, found the main villain struck a deal and gave us a bit of information that would see to us for the final quest. Uh, we left that place, but using what we had, and you might remember this, Vass, a tear from the... I do not. Tear or tear? Oh, it was a tear. Tear. Uh, the, like... thing, the thing that comes out of your eye kind of yes. when you're when oh, you're sad. Oh, a tear then. Not a tear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was from the the dragon artificer um, that was. So wait, what, what I don't get, David, is that you say he went in, met the supervillain, and mm -hmm. he struck a deal with him. Yes. So the what? power. Why did you strike a deal with a supervillain? Well, no, the rogue did. The, yes. the rogue. Oh, for God's sake! Okay. It was a case of whatever the ritual let out was not the plan. So, right. uh, what's it called? Not Azathoth, um, the whistly one. The, the one whistly that... one? Is it Azathoth or the... Well, Azathoth is the blind idiot god that they keep him subdued with playing him music so he doesn't yes. wake up. Um, right, is that him? Yeah. Yes. The whistly so, one, yeah, because you're playing him music with a whistle. The with a little flute, apparently. The head, cult, yeah, flute. the head cultist wanted to bring up out from his slumber into the world and then the world would end yes but the creature that actually did come out had other intentions so right. that was the one that was unleashed and that's what he didn't want that this creature was doing his own thing whilst right. this person so had the creature the that was unleashed wasn't Azathoth yes Good. Um, so he struck a deal with the rogue to then kill that thing right uh, and prevent it from uh, destroying the world. And what would the supervillain do in return? Uh, stay out of the town of Krelin and live, basically. 
uh, it was a kind of deal where I would kill you right now, but if you do this thing for me, I won't kill you. So we're like, yeah, fair. Right. So basically, you you did the opposite of what Americans do, and you negotiated with terrorists. Kind of. We kind of we left. <laughs> the Vogue left. We dismissed what he said and said this is still a villain. And so we cracked the tear, and the dragon came down from the mountain top and burned them all alive. Right. So you went back on your promise and you killed the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. I was and devastated, then... but uh, because I wanted to handcuff him and put him into prison. But um... <laughs> I was devastated because I wanted to kill myself. Uh... <laughs> uh... Okay. So you're still not a good character then? Uh, no, I was a good character, but then after okay. seeing the devastation around the place of all the guardsmen from all different kingdoms, devastated. That's when he lost it, Kaz. I was like. They've destroyed my town. They destroyed the guard and let them open to bandits. And I'm going to destroy them. And all I thought at that time was smoke them out, get them out, rest them, put them into prison. But the dragon did more than uh, right. So the supervillain is now dead. Yes. So now the only thing that's alive is the thing that should not be, mm-hmm. basically. Which turned out to be uh, in the underground of Inner Rock. So you travelled over there. Inner Rock, the city I mean. Yep. And since our last adventure, it was a it now become a hub of the underdark, or right. the underworld, and the above world. So it was kind of like an embassy place. Uh, okay. We then negotiated to go underneath into the underdark to vanquish this foe. So okay. it took us that, two seconds. Does the foe have a name, or is he like a nameless figure uh, that we no had, one knows? Um, oh. Don't don't worry about it. No. Don't worry if you don't. Yeah, it, it's fine. Uh, if you've seen Baldur's Gate three, the the main one, the main villains from Baldur's Gate three. I haven't seen uh, any. Oh, yeah. uh, tentacly, Cthulhu-y kind of character. Oh, so like an illithid. Yes. A mind flayer. That's it. Yeah. Right. Um, it will come important now that when we went down, we went down the wrong way because of some of our roles. And this was my highlight of the session. Uh, I had to fill out paperwork because we stepped so far into other territories. And so I had to roleplay me doing paperwork. What? Yeah. And that's that's not a euphemism, Kaz. No. Stepped into other territories. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Knock, knock. Coming in. I don't um, maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna do you some paperwork now, baby. So how long did this paperwork actually take real time? Real time, about half hour. Are you joking? Because one of our players <laughs> had to take an important phone call, so it took a little bit extra time. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. Right, okay. All right, that's, that's fair enough call. then, but, but I thought ben... for a second you were actually role-playing for a good half an hour. No, no, it was bring more... Me, bring me form 24A-B. In well, I, I did try to tip <laughs> the person who uh, gave us the paperwork uh, to gold, but it turns out I actually have to file a charity letter oh, to the God. person <laughs> i love that to then send it back i give him the name the uh and that, that's you get a tax rebate from that donation i never Do you asked. have to fill in a form if it's a bribe he does because you're he's trying very... to bribe them to not make you fill out oh no forms. we had to fork out 200 gold what? yeah you have to fill in a form about not filling in a form <sighs> And it turned out our, our rogue had a little bit more money than he was letting on. Well, of course. No, that never happens with rogues. <laughs> no, no, I've never <laughs> he just known said, a rogue yeah, to do I that. Can, I, I can fork over 
I have 275 on me, so I can fork over 100. And they went, what? How, have you got that amount of gold? Hang on, to be fair though, are they one of the type of players who, when you spent three hours shopping, they didn't actually buy anything? I know we bought a lot of ammunition, not... Ammunition doesn't like, cost a lot, but yeah. this is what I mean. If if you guys all bought magical items and mm-hmm. they were just like, I'm just going to buy a couple of but bolts. He also owns a, a couple of healing potions. Yeah. He also owns a brothel. So well, I think he's then. done some... Oh, he's a brothel. So it, he, it, he's okay. get, they're getting income from that then, aren't yeah. they? Let's be honest. It's, so. There's an actual bowl to the do with income. might not actually be a thief. Yeah, I think we call them pimps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, a landlord. Because he owns the establishment. Which so is actually the place it's called. What? <laughs> yeah, the establishment. Oh, of course. Because <laughs> so, that's original. Right. So, so David, David, I'll end it off. Stay, stay on the story. So after we filed out the paperwork, we then entered into the land we're supposed to be in, which was the land of the drow. Right. Uh, in so the underworld, the underdark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we found then that... Uh, the library which held all the information we needed was actually uh, a place that we needed to get from all to all along. It kind of filled in a lot of the gaps. Uh, and then by Deus Ex Machina, the person who was in charge of that library so happened to be one of the people we've met along our way, like a related right. to. And so kind of went, oh, yes, uh, if you can help us, that'd be great. Uh, I think it was a case of we had our final session and we needed to get on. Uh, we then got portaled to the destination we wanted to get to. And it was an old abandoned fort um, which was used when this creature was originally put into the ritual. Okay. So it returned here thinking that it could undo it or uh, bring others back. But instead we found the mind flare amongst a load of brains inside. And our final battle was fought with a lot of damage, a lot of failed rolls, but also I nearly got my brain eaten out as well. I mean, that that's a risk you run with mind flares. Yeah. Uh, as I put forward, I leave void and I instantly regret it. That is my <laughs> turn. Of, turn. I love that Iveroid is actually a verb. Yeah. Now, yeah. You know? <laughs> and I instantly regret it. I went straight forward thinking that, yeah, it wouldn't be too bad. And then I, I found mean, myself cornered and flanked by brains. Um, so we did eventually torch the uh, uh, the mind flare to a crisp, perform the ritual, and actually save the day. After that, so we left the building. How did you know you saved the day when you were in the underdark and there's no sun? Uh, because the amount of flaming <laughs> fireballs hit at the. Uh, uh, I know that he he attempts to answer my question. Because his HP got to zero. Okay. It, oh. it actually went down to around about thirty, but because I was grabbed as well, he could do an attack to devour my brain. No, no, not no, your no, HP. Yours. The, the enemy. The body. The oh, yeah. HP got to zero, and that's how you knew you saved the day. Yeah. I also took his head. You took his head. Well, that's how you like, knew you saved the day then. Like as a trophy or I, I put it as in, a souvenir. Uh, I put it in the Library of Krellin. fruit bowl. As a reminder that you should be quiet, otherwise you'll, uh, you, you'll die. You know, you know that flesh rots, right? Yeah. Uh, I mentioned that I would encase it in silver. 
and hang it in the library. But essentially, we saved the day. It was a little, to be honest, I felt that we so they needed to be. So you put it in the big... library to get people to be quiet in the library. Yes. <laughs> Shh. Or the mind flare would eat you. Yes. That's a bit savage. <laughs> well, it needed to be uh, because the Why amount of put it in the establishment in and be like, pay your bill, or the mind flare will get you. <laughs> Because some of the patrons might think it's, you know, a service that they provide. <laughs> well, in yeah, in the end, true. we left our separate way. The druid went back to a circle. The uh, the witch that was part of our group at the end uh, went back to study and to venture for the world. The retired Katmadin went to retirement with some of the older members. Right. Um, and you and you went back to to forging things and being no, super evil. Right? I took hold of the city. You took hold of it. Oh, yes. he's the bad guy. He's the new bad guy. In the soup <laughs> bowl, he's going to be the bad are we, guy. Are we the baddies? I then, <laughs> I then, what I did is, for my final action, I... I drew, burned them all. No, I drew up oh. I drew up plans to claim independence and align the Western kingdoms to be independent from the East. Oh my God, he's building North Korea. <laughs> what happened to the druid? <laughs> the druid, at the end... Uh, felt he that went to her... his circle. Well, the circle. Didn't you say? Yes, she went to the circle, but ultimately wanted to venture to the other circles around the land uh, to tell of the stories and to help the forest. Right. Because yeah. at the moment, the druid is my favorite character. I do like because... the underdog. Mm. Because, because she survived all. She was uh... abandoned by her people yeah. and still didn't murder them in their sleep. Nope. Even though she had a pet hyena, a even though hyena. she had every right to do so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but so that ended. Name is, yes, do, do you have it like your character sheet? Um, it's on Foundry, so it would be difficult. Yeah. What do you, do you remember? What what it says under alignment? <laughs> uh, lawful neutral. Lawful neutral, yeah. I know you're not lawful. I I bind I abide by the law within the city, but what the law you, you don't? Made. I just do. because you make the law doesn't mean it's correct. In my new law, I'm going to murder all of these people <laughs> because they looked at me funny. Don't argue with me. I'm in charge I mean, of the law, therefore I'm lawful. That would be lawful evil, you know. Well, right? I, I'm not exactly evil. I don't just. That's what Hitler said when he invaded <laughs> Poland. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, but, but no. I'm not exactly evil, but. You uh, to know. be honest, Hitler didn't think he was evil. However, we're not going down this route. David, no. David doesn't either. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I mean. David is Hitler. No. David isn't Hitler, but it's he's Hitler adjacent. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's gotta... like your character is not a good person. No, like that. There's not a good in your character. And I mean, if, he's not. If you're, he's not super evil he's not, either. He's, he's not, not like Darth he's, Vader. I know he's not no. saying he's a good character. I'm aware of that, but I also do not believe that you are lawful. Maybe true neutral, mm. or potentially bordering into chaotic neutral. Mm. But I do not believe you are either good or lawful. I'm in between. I, I'm no. when I talked to the Vogue at the end, I kind of said that yes, I'll look after the establishment, but I Only want to. Only if you to... give me a cut of the money. <laughs> no, I said that if you're able to uh, hand over some of the Vogues for them to be enlisted in the army. Oh, you're taking so on we're... slaves now. No, they're going to be paid. 
Very wealthy, oh. actually. Still They're going to be paid in lashes. Basically, human fodder. <laughs> so you're taking them out of a brothel and putting them in an army. Uh, and that makes okay. you a good person. It, David, yeah. how did you like your whole Pathfinder experience? I think every week I learned something new about Pathfinder. and That you're going to be more evil than last week? <laughs> no, it was a case of... <laughs> about the gameplay or... Gameplay-wise, like, yeah. I, I enjoy the sort of... You can do whatever you want. There are mechanics to get you additional bonuses. Mm. But I felt that a lot of it could be expanded I mean, on. And I, I quite Mor- Morgan, like that. Morgan was really knowledgeable uh, regarding the system. I'll give him that. Really knowledgeable. And there was another person in the party. I can't remember his name now, but he was even more knowledgeable in the mm-hmm. rule section than Morgan. So because the game is so crunchy and because you need to like play by the rules, otherwise the whole thing falls apart, mm-hmm. you need like a rules lawyer. Yeah. You know how in other games you're like, oh, fucking rules lawyers, <laughs> you know? But in Pathfinder, in, you look to them in for Pathfinder, Yeah, in Pathfinder, you need it because the, the game is built around all these inter interlocking mechanics, mm. basically. Well, one of the things we learned actually existed towards the end was something called the Wanderer's Guide, which is essentially the D&D Beyond of Pathfinder. Right. And using that system will actually give you everything you can do for a character, it makes it super accessible for any beginner as well. Yeah. As you can click something and it pops up on uh, Foundry. Um, and it, it does help because Paizo has everything basically open for free. Like yeah. the all of the book rules and all that, they're mm-hmm. available. Yeah, and I, I think that's when we started D&D as well, when we had to do it all paper, it was fine. But seeing it like on a guide or foundry or something like that where you can click something and you instantly want yeah, it. I don't know. I'm still a pen and paper guy. Mm. I really enjoy just getting a, a fresh blank character sheet and just, you know, making a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Found, foundry and all that and Roll20, they were fine during the lockdown, but I'm really looking forward to sitting around the table again. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do enjoy uh, sitting in my study in my uh, comfy trousers, comfy shoes, Bunny slippers. Uh, I don't. I don't have bunny slippers. Be honest. But... You're you're naked when we play, aren't you? No, I am not. I get far too cold. <laughs> oh, it's just me then. <laughs> just you that's naked, yeah. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I really do enjoy that. I do like meeting up with people as well. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. think I'm gonna miss. I know when we start meeting up with people, I think I'm gonna miss <laughs> not meeting up with people. Yeah, but I think the biggest thing for me is that I can like the prep I need to do to make. Uh, an electronic session presentable is so much more yep. than the prep I need to do for like, you know, a, a face-to-face game. Face-to-face, you just need to write down a note maybe in a... Be- a, a because... Oh, that's it. On yeah, be- because for the electronic game, it's like a different medium. You have to take advantage of it. So maybe no, no, I can no, show them a picture here. You don't here have maybe can... to. That's the thing. You don't have to. You can but tell I get... people, this is theater of the mind. Draw your own map if you wish to do so. But I will not yeah. be providing a map. Yeah, you can say that, but and that's uh, what I've done to you I'm guys before. Of, I'm the kind of guy that gets, you know, way into things when I do them. Yeah, and... I I remember I, when I used to actually make props, but on the table games, I don't do that yeah. anymore. Props would took way too long to make for the table. Uh, it's it's quite nice actually. Mm. We've kind of rounded it off where we've had a lot of chat, but we've this is pretty much our sessions anyway. Is we have all the 
all the discussion or the sort of thought everything goes into a session that we have the chat in between and now we've rammed it all up and talking a bit more it's kind of it's quite nice that we've come back to the topic tabletop again it's quite nice are you telling everyone that we have to leave now i think he is guys oh my word that's the first time he's ever done that oh i i he almost did a good job he did yeah Mm. almost i said almost i i I didn't land it i kind of landed on the air on this sort of strip but (laughs) yeah you didn't you didn't nail the landing no he's gone straight into the drink you know i've uh i haven't hit any pins (laughs) Um, I've I've locked it out, you know. All right, I'm uh, gonna stop you there though because there's only so many times you can say the same the same thing. thing. Yeah. Um, I and I'm gonna on. agree with you. I do believe it is time that we wrap things up. It's been about an hour now, and I'm fairly sure that our listeners have probably had enough of us for our first. Oh, those dogs. Or those off, oh. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. As I say, so, this is this is probably a good time to if you want to really begin with the Dice Wizards podcast. It's nice to go for the beginning of season one, see a few of our episodes, but I think now we've settled down so much into season two. No, no, two, no, don't, don't, nice. don't bother with season one. No, season one was pants. Yeah. Just come straight to us as we are. <laughs> we're way better now than we ever were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby, we got microphones now and everything. Very crisp. Yeah, but we also we also <laughs> seem to uh, be a lot more settled into speaking in public, as it were. Because it is public. kind of like feeling, yeah, it's a little bit like feeling like you're speaking in public. Yeah, you know that potentially people are going to listen. One one day we're going to do like a live show and no, have people not. like you know watch. We're going to do a live show <laughs> with alcohol. Really? I mean, one day. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, anyway. Please, please wrap it up because we can go on for hours. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Don't forget, you can find us uh, everywhere. Just go Anchor FM. Uh, send us messages. We want to hear from you. Yeah, whatever yes, you want on. to talk about. It'd be nice to do a Q and A either sometime in the future. So the more the messages, the merrier, I guess. I can't believe you interrupted True. my uh, my goodbye. Oh. I've done it again, haven't I? Yeah. Oh, well, we want to hear from you. Let us know what you think. Thank you for listening, and that's a goodbye from me. Thank you for listening, guys. See you all next week. And goodbye from me.